Hello. Hello. Welcome to our Women Are Here podcast. I'm Alana Mallon. And I'm Sambal Siddiqui, and we are Cambridge's two new city councilors. And we're here. Women are here, and we're doing our second podcast. We're really excited. Yes, and thank you to all the listeners from last week. <laughs> Thanks for coming back. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> what a week. Uh, we survived another week. We really did. Um, some big things happened this week. Yeah, you know, we went through something in our friendship. Uh, you know, we had a debate over Dunkin' and Starbucks, and came out that you loved, you love Dunkin'. Um, I, I do love Dunkin's. Dunkin's for life. Yeah. I don't like it, but I hope we can still be friends. I, I think that we went through a few days where we weren't sure, and I, I think we're going to be okay. Yeah. And, you know, to be fair, I don't love Starbucks either. Well, that's okay. I, yeah. No. So, uh, you know, I, we can get past this, okay? <laughs> definitely get past yeah. it. I have to say that my, my favorite coffee shop is 1369. So good. Because it is so close to City Hall. Oh, yeah. That's our go-to. That is definitely our go-to many, many times a day. And there's a really good coffee shop. I don't know if you've been there. It's Corio Coffee, and it's in East Cambridge. They The coffee is amazing, and they also have these Belgian waffles. Belgian waffles. Yeah. I usually order a few every time I go. I actually don't need to know that there's a place that exists. That but sells. we should totally go. We should go. Yeah. Okay. It'll be research for our podcast. Yes. Yes. Next week. <laughs> totally. So, you know, while we're on the topic of local businesses, uh, I wanted to bring up the Croon petition in Harvard Square, which is something we uh, dealt with uh, and had a really wild Wednesday night. Wild Wednesday night. It was our first ordinance committee meeting. Which basically means, uh, you know, you're going through a a petition, uh, you know, you can be going through uh, a number of things, but this was a petition to really intended to promote retail um, in Harvard Square. And change the zoning. Yeah. And change the zoning. So um, just a little bit about zoning and petitions, just to back up for people who maybe aren't as familiar with this stuff. Um, You know, zoning laws can be changed by a resident who lives here in Cambridge. So like, for example, you could be a resident who says, you know what, I really think that we should have towers of apartment buildings built just for dogs in Inman Square. Um, and so you could change the zoning. You could look at what it looks like, change the wording. But you can't do that by yourself because then kind of any person could <laughs> change the zoning laws. So you have to have 10 other residents who agree with you. I want to sign on for that. You do? Yeah. Okay, that'll be our next thing. That'll be our next thing. Look forward to all the dogs coming soon <laughs> near you. So um, the most recent example of a citizen petition like this was the Central Square Restoration Petition, yeah. which was started by a resident and the owner of the Middle East restaurant, um, who basically said, you know, Central Square needs to change the way that they operate, how restaurants and retail can operate, and changing some of the building and parking restrictions on new housing or hotels, but just in Central Square. Um, so that took about a year to go through and work through the ordinance committee meeting and finally get voted on by the city council earlier this year. So that's a really great recent example of how a citizen said, you know what, I'm going to make this change on my own. The city is actually being too slow to act and we're going to do it ourselves. So um, I think the Crone petition is kind of taking a little bit of this restoration central square petition and changing it a little bit for what they're trying to do in, in Harvard Square. Yeah, and I think there is a real potential. Uh, what happened at our ordinance meeting was that, you know, there is a limit on uh, when these petitions, there's a time limit, mm-hmm. right? And so the, usually what happens is the petition dies. But it can be revived. Mm-hmm. And I know that, and I hope 
that we revive this petition or this, you know, groups of citizens revive this petition because there is real potential to make some changes to Harvard Square. Yeah, and I think I think most residents feel like they're there are maybe too many banks right. in Harvard Square. Um, maybe more people should live in Harvard Square. So that's kind of the spirit of this petition addresses some of those things that maybe you've been walking through Harvard Square and you've th- thought to yourself. So um, what are some other things in the petition that they... Yeah, you know, they wanted to talk about uh, housing as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think, um, you know, the an issue ca- that came up is that if you'd like to build a certain height, over um, six stories. Yes. Uh, you'd have to get a special permit mm-hmm. um, and, you know, build housing, essentially. So, you know, that was one of the things that I think many of us, we know there's affordable housing crisis. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, I think in the future, we are going to think about uh, housing in general in places that typically don't have housing. And that is, in fact, Harvard Square. And now the new model is when you're looking at Assembly Square, uh, it's retail over it's housing over retail it's very mixed use really mixed use that's the term for it and uh, i think we'll see that trend more and more and i think it'll be explored in cambridge and i know i we heard from a number of members of the public um for four and a half hours when we were meeting uh, about this particular petition that you know harvard square in the evening could be more activated if more people lived there yeah and so some of our restaurants would like to see some more people you know using their restaurants, coming there and eating. So um, really getting more people who live in the square could help that. So I look forward to this petition, going, yeah. petition kind of coming back and in whatever form it, it comes back in and, and really being able to work on it. It was really, we only had this one opportunity as new city councilors to hear about it yeah. and, and work on it. Uh, so I hope that we... Yeah, and I'm, I'm really, you know, I, I am thankful for the petitioners who took a step forward in this direction. Uh, and I think for me, you know, I'm really ready for some changes. For starters, let's get that theater p- back in there. No kidding. Absolutely. I mean, Rocky Horror Picture Show yeah. at night, bring it back. Bring my childhood back, please. <laughs> please, uh, Mr. Yeah, Chan. Mr. Chan. So, you know, that's in the works. Uh, I wish, um, you know, it, it had come sooner, but at least there's a plan and we hope that uh, it uh, comes within our term, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So... Yeah, you know, that was a that was an important first meeting for us. And we also over the weekend, we were at the Central Square Business Association and Department of Public Works design charrette for Carl Baron Plaza. And Carl Baron Plaza, I'm sure you're thinking, most people are thinking, I don't know what you're talking about. Where is that? Who was Carl Baron? Don't worry, we got you. We're going to explain it all. That's what this podcast is all about. So Carl Baron. Um, was the owner of where the, the new Target is in yep. Central Square. It used to be the old court furniture. And he's actually started the Central Square Business Association back in 1931. Wow. So he was this huge advocate for all things Central Square. And in fact, people called him the mayor of Central Square for, for decades. So uh, they named the plaza, which is at the intersection of Massachusetts Avenue and River Street, um, right across from the Starbucks. Speaking of Starbucks. Yeah, it's right. You know, you've probably seen it a million times. A million times. It's uh, directly in front of the Holmes building. The Holmes building and where this, the Cambridge Savings Bank is. Anyways, there's a number of um, immovable benches that are there, and a lot of people hang out there during the day. And it's actually a pretty big space in Central Square that's considered open space. So 
as part of the river street reconstruction that we're going to be undertaking as a city, much like the Western Ave reconstruction that happened several years ago. Um, so it's going to be a $34 million reconstruction to take it from Memorial Drive up to Mass Ave. And part of that is going to be reimagining the space. So the community yeah. really came together on Saturday to talk about what they might want there. Yeah, there are about 50 people. At least 50 Yeah, people. all walks of life. Uh, and, you know, there were some great ideas, you Definitely know, everything ideas. from making it more family friendly mm-hmm. uh, to having, you know, programming at night, you know, whether it's some theater in Which there. Which you loved, I know. Yeah. I tell. You know, I, or doing some stand up. <laughs> uh, it's my other life. Uh, which I'll, you know, as you get to know me in the podcast, you'll learn a lot about well, I hope each you of start us. Doing some stand up, like on Monday nights, perhaps. Yeah. Can, just to break it up a little bit. I, it gets a little. It gets a little dull. It does. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there were great ideas, food trucks, everything. So uh, I know the association will be hosting more. They'll definitely at least be hosting two more. I think I heard them say on Saturday, and I believe that the next one is going to be at St. Paul. AME's church on um, Bishop Allen Drive. Um, you know, one of the things we were talking about afterwards, you and I, that um, it was really nice to see a very diverse group yeah. for a community meeting. I feel like for the last month, I've been going to a lot of community meetings, and there's not always a diverse group of voices in the room. And one of the exercises we did at the very beginning of the charrette was to talk about who's here. And we all raise our hands for various things. Like, I'm a resident. I live in Central Square. But then we did an exercise called Who's Not Here? And we all kind of went around the room and named different groups that maybe weren't represented and how to make sure at the next one um, we get those voices to the table too because this square and this plaza is um, it's something for everyone and everyone's voice should be heard. So I, I think it was actually a model for how to do community meetings and really think about who's not in the room. Absolutely. It was a great meeting to, uh, you know, for our community to come together and for people to make, feel like they were being heard. Yeah. Uh, and some of these ideas, you know, I know will will incorporate and the you know, department of public works will incorporate and the city association will really push to work forward. Yeah. And we talked a lot about programming which yeah. is not something I was expecting to talk about. I was expecting to talk about like the physical structure of like, what do we do with this small space and do we do benches and or tar- tables and chairs? And people were talking about adding in pianos and uh, risers that come out so that you, you could have a small concert kind of on the fly. Um, so it was a really a well-rounded conversation and really got everybody's juices flowing, I think. And I look forward to the next one. Yeah, and it's exciting because Central Square, there's... It's just, it's definitely one of my favorite squares. And so there's going to be a lot of changes, good changes coming. And I think, you know, you put in a policy order this week uh, promoting something called a BID. Yes, which stands for Business Improvement District. So, um, yeah, my first real policy order, I think, I put in this week. It's something that I talked about a lot during my campaign. And it's really revitalizing Central Square um, and bringing in some of the arts and culture that Um, I think as a cultural district, we should really be focusing on. So a business improvement district or a bid, um, as we all have learned much more about. Oh, yeah. (laughs) To stumble, did a little research on it. Asked me a tough question during the city council meeting. (laughs) Um, But I'll just, a bid is a, um, a special assessment district in which property owners vote to initiate, manage, and finance supplemental services or enhancements 
above and beyond the baseline of services already provided by their local city. So basically, in regular people terms, the businesses and property owners kind of get together, they pay extra taxes, and they pull their money to pay for extra things like extra cleaning details, ambassadors that are walking around kind of directing you to the tea or to the new public toilet, or they can do marketing together, you know, bring people to Central Square, kind of pulling their money and doing this joint effort. Um, or even creating the arts program that we were just talking about yeah. that we'd like to see in Carl Barron Plaza. So this is kind of something that every single study over the last decade of Central Square has recommended. And so I think the timing is right right now. I think we've got a great, as we mentioned earlier, the executive director of the Central Square Business Association is a dynamic person who is really somebody that I think could pull this all together. Um, and unlock the potential here in Central Square. And I think that's really the first step. So I'm excited um, to have the city really look at this and see that this is something we could support. Absolutely. And, not, and just, you know, not just keep studying Central Square. Right. But actually doing something that's positive. This is where City Hall is. This right. is the seat of our government. You know, even on Saturday at the Shred, one woman said, you know, this is the entryway into cambridge for a lot of people right and so let's let's make it the best that it can be yeah i'm really looking forward to supporting your work here it's going to be really exciting and what was really great was to hear from the property owners and how they're so invested yeah they're really ready for this it's funny one of the property owners morris um was saying he also owns property in downtown uh, downtown crossing in boston and they have a very successful bid it's very clean there there are ambassadors that walk around that tell you how to get to places and he's kind of all in um in terms of bringing that same energy and that same kind of cohesiveness to central square and really as i said unlocking the potential here. yeah and this who knows maybe our next petition that we hear on right <laughs> it requires a petition so from the property owners so it's definitely exciting you know there's a lot of changes happening central square there's changes happening in inman square and to continue our you know tour around the squares inman square yeah so we were both uh, at a meeting at the central uh, not at the central library at the main library, the main library. uh last night uh, and uh, it was dpw and traffic presenting on uh, the inman square redesign uh, which is a result uh, of a few years of community meetings. Uh, there's been five, I think. There's been five community. I mean, I would have to say that I've been involved in some city stuff for a long time, and I don't think I've ever seen this level of community meetings on one particular project yeah. happen, you know, this far before the, the actual project was going to be done. So I've been impressed at the number of community meetings. Um, but so last night, was interesting yeah you know i think you know this this meeting and the the work that's being done uh you know came at a result um and in addition to the fact that uh, a woman was killed amanda phillips in 2016 yeah 27 uh, years old yeah stored um on her bike right across from there's a presbyterian church just outside of inman square um as you're heading on cambridge street towards the high school yeah, and so I think, you know, traffic and DPW, they've all said as part of Vision Zero, which is really our city's plan for... Zero fatalities. Exactly, and mitigating and working on better safety. Uh, you know, we they really worked on this re redesign. So there were two concepts that were presented, but there's a... They did a kind of a compare and contrast, mm -hmm. uh, and there's a current contest, uh, current 
um, proposal on the table. So the current proposal that's on the table that we discussed at length last night yeah. as being the safest option is actually bending uh, Hampshire, Hampshire Street yeah. and taking part of Volucci Plaza, which if you don't know where Volucci Plaza is, it's the, it's the part of where, the, where Hampshire Street and Cambridge Street come together and there's that little park that has those beautiful trees and some bench seating um, in order to bend Hampshire, they will have to take part of that park and shift it to the other side so it's closer to the retail businesses on the other side where Punjabi Daba is and Muna and creating sort of yeah. a parklet there. Yeah, like Lafayette Square almost, right? Right. So yeah. Lafayette Square, which is also just out of Central Square where Main Street hits Math Ave, is a very lively place. And, um, you know, because it's so close to retail, I think they're feeling like that would be that's like the most close sister of what exactly. that might look like. Yeah, and there's some other safety concerns and some nitty-gritty, which we won't get into. But, uh, you know, I'm glad, uh, you know, we're moving along. Uh, you know, there were a lot of advocates from the envi- for the trees uh, that were there. Uh, there will be trees that, um, unfortunately, may have to be cut down. Yeah, so there's four 50-year-old, very mature trees that will definitely have to come down. And I think there's... I have a question about one of them that's a little bit close to where a lot of work will be done and whether or not that will actually survive that process. So yeah. I think I think we heard loud and clear last night that our tree canopy is something that is fragile. It we have, you know, suffered a loss of about seven percent yeah. of our tree canopy over the last was it decade? Decade, decade? I think. Um and so that's you know, that's something that we really need to look at, especially, you know, when you're thinking about planting trees and whether they will actually mature, mature and, to, the, mm-hmm. to the level of the ones that you're taking down. So, you know, there's a lot uh, more a we lot could say yeah. on that. Um, you know, it's it's going to be an ongoing process, but we hope that it is uh, as inclusive as, as it has been and uh, takes into the concerns uh, of all residents. Yeah, I mean, that was a packed room last night. There was, what, that room holds 200 people, yeah. and there were people standing. So there's definitely a lot of people that are really invested in, um, and coming at it from different angles. I know there was a lot of uh, cyclists there last night yes. who were really excited about the in- increased infrastructure and separated bike lanes, uh, particularly as after you mentioned, you know, there was a fatality of someone so young i i know so i live at the end of yeah of that street and for me having that happen you know at the end of your street somebody so young it was really Awful. i think for a lot of people it was an impetus and a sense of ur- creating a sense of urgency with the city to kind of move this forward although you know somebody did mention last night by the time we get to the end of this design phase it's probably going to be fall and then when are we going to start and this is already yeah, it's looking at 18 to 24 months. Yeah, it's going to be it's not going to be a quick project. No, no. But you know, it, it, it seems that the we do want to get this redesign done right and uh you know, I think the outcome will be better for everyone. Yeah, so um if you want to learn more about that, uh the the what we saw last night is being posted on the CDD website. So um, I will be tweeting that out when it when it happens. Yeah. And I'm at at A-M-M-A-L-L-O-N. And I'm at S-U-M-B-U-L-S-I-D-D. And we'll, you can also view anything we 
are on on CC. Not it's not CCTV. It's twenty two. Yes, right. City Channel View. Tw- City View. Twenty two. That's yeah. correct. Um. So yeah, I actually went home last night. My husband was watching them. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so I think he likes to know kind of what's going on, so we can actually talk about it. Yeah, there's uh, there, there's always a way to watch us, mm-hmm. uh, but we'd love for you to also listen. So please come back next week. Uh, we will have. We actually don't know what our topic will be because each week, as we're coming to learn, is so different. Every day is different. Every day, and I know that we spoke quickly last week about kind of off the cuff about having a sock drive, and it's something that is actually coming together. So we're hoping to have def- definitive information on how you can donate socks to our homeless residents. Um, most likely, we will have a box in City Hall, but we'll have all of that information next week readily available next week. So, And I just wanted to say that this morning, I spent ugh, four hours out with our Amazing. police, home- homeless outreach workers, and really seeing how these officers know every single person by name. They know their situation. They, um, it's incredible to watch. You know, I, I was even talking about a, you know, a gentleman in my neighborhood that I was concerned about who I just thought nobody, you know, nobody knew about, nobody knows yeah. about this guy. And they, they knew him by name. They knew how far along they were in the process of maybe getting him housing. Um, so it was really, it was a great morning and understanding the resources that we have here, but also the hearts yeah. of our Cambridge police officers and how they realize that what they're doing isn't law enforcement. It's services. It's services. It's it's caseworking. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's really seeing people where they are and making sure that people feel like they've been heard, mm-hmm. like they have a place to go. And it's really, you know, these officers are such a resource for our our small business owners, for all the residents here to have someone that they know that is connected to these people um, that they can call and that they they can help. So I'm so grateful for these officers for (laughs) taking me around this morning (laughs) and uh, putting up with all of my questions because I had a lot. Um, But we did get to talk to some people who said that they had been staying at the warming shelter and that they, they said the food was really good. Oh, wow. And I did learn that ABC Pizza in Central Square has been donating food. So That's I great. just wanted to shout out that we have some of the best businesses here in yeah. Central Square. And that to me is like, that's, oh, that's, that's amazing. Love, right. Yeah. So shout out to ABC pizza house. Pizza. Resolution for them. Resolution for them, but also, you know, go in there and get a slice of pizza, get yes. a sub and really support them because they are really supporting our most vulnerable. And, uh, we have to, you know, do what we can. We have to do what we can. Let's go eat pizza. Like right now. Yeah. I haven't had lunch and it's four o'clock. Okay, so. let's do it. All right. Well, that's why we're ending our podcast. <laughs> Gotta go, everyone. <laughs> Gotta go. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Thanks for coming.